Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. My name is B3. This is Worship Harvest. Those of you joining us online across our hosting centers and, and churches, Right now, I need you to send the link to your friends, your family, people who are in business, not in, the ones who think they are not in business because all of us are in business at some level. I want you to get them on because you know that song the worship team just sang, you made a way. That is what this, this, this interview is going to, is going to tell hey, you made a way when there was no way. So every single week here at Worship Harvest, we bring you incredible kingdom business stories of people who have had experience and want to share with you, to encourage you, to lift you up, to challenge you, to help you to dream and to help you know that God makes a way. And today's story is one of those that has such good drama. Uh, but please help me make welcome today the CEO of Vine Pharmaceuticals, Mr. Grace Munira. He looks calm, but don't be deceived. <laughs> he has weathered many storms. Welcome, Grace. Thank you, Pastor Peter. Thank you for being here. This is going to be fantastic. I'm totally looking forward to it. I'm even looking at this clock and thinking, slow down already. But it's going to be really good. Seriously, online, remember, you can engage with us. You can ask questions. You can ask this gentleman lots of questions. Engage, talk about. I'm sure you have probably encountered Vine Pharmaceuticals, but you did not know the face behind it. I personally didn't until this year, having been an avid customer. So it's exciting. And Grace's daughter is in the house today. I could tell there was someone beaming the most like that. And I was like, that must be his daughter. So she's here supporting her dad. You are most welcome. All right, we're going to get straight into it. The first question we ask here at Business Garage is tell us the beginnings of your business journey. Was Vine the first place you put your hand into the sickle for concerning business? Tell Where does the business story begin for you? Okay. Thank you very much. Vine Pharmaceuticals began... 1999, but it wasn't my first. Uh -huh. I'd done a couple of things that backfired. <laughs> <laughs> I had dealt in coffee, died, um, dealt in charcoal, wow. died. But Vine was um, more like a, a natural transcendence because I'd been a medical rep. So I thought, you know what, um, why don't I start a pharmacy? Um, instead of selling medicine to the pharmacy, why don't I be the other side and then buy the medicine that I normally sell myself to? Mm. So we began, in, we first began another business, which was Aliyah's Pharmacy. Wow. So then it wasn't growing as I wanted it to grow. I was with a couple of people, so I sold my shares and then um, went off to start my own. <laughs> then we started buying pharmaceuticals that way in 1988. 1999. Some people here in the room were not yet born. Greetings to you and those of you online. So the business is older than you. You better respect this man. So 1999, the dream of Vine begins. What was in your heart? Why did you begin? Because I'm sure some people are like, aren't you calling him doctor? So wh wh where does the dream for pharmacy begin? Why? Why pharmaceuticals? 
okay, I am a businessman. Uh-huh. I am not a, a doctor, I am not a pharmacist. I am purely a businessman. But I just saw an opportunity to start a pharmacy. Because, like I said, I'd been selling medication mm. to the doctors and nurses. So that is how we began. Um, so why pharmacy? Why business? Because, you see, business solves many problems that people have. Mm-hmm. Because society has so many problems, but it's only through business that you can really know the impact, whether you're making impact or not. You may be lying yourself that you're making impact, but business really is a major way of solving um, society's problems. Mm-hmm. I also strongly believe that Jesus was a businessman. Oh! <laughs> now, now you're about to make me get into exegesis. What do you mean? <laughs> you strongly believe Jesus was a businessman. Yes. Because he worked with his father, who was a carpenter. Oh. They were repairing roofs, repairing chairs. Oh. So he knew how to calculate cost of goods. He knew how to purchase. He knew how to price. He knew how to repair. He knew even how to collect debts. Hey! hey. <laughs> <And> hey. Taxes. <laughs> <laughs> the businessman here, you should see Ariho. Kamara is so animated right now. <laughs> All right. So you have to believe it. I mean, think about it actually. Yeah, the first job that Jesus had was business. He was a carpenter before he even started to preach the gospel. So you who think the business people are not in kingdom business. Ooh. Yeah, that was a good one. So Vine Pharmaceuticals begins. How did you begin? What did you begin with? Like, let's talk about that. Because did, were you always big? Let's, how did you start? What's the story of the beginning of, of this uh, business? The beginning was purely accidental. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that. I always dreamt of running a chain of pharmacies. Yeah. It was purely accidental, so um, because I'd sold my shares in one of the businesses, so I went uh, set up a pharmacy in Kamocha. So my aim was to set it up, grow it, and sell it off, and, <laughs> and move on to another one, and then buy it, and then sell it off. Yes. But alas, it didn't work out that way. Uh-huh. So when we set up one, we got an opportunity to buy a second one, which we bought, then a third one, then a fourth one, then a fifth one, then Uh-oh. a sixth one, Uh-oh. then a seventh one. <laughs> and so we moved on up to when we were 36. 36. Yeah. yeah. 36 locations. That's bigger than currently worship harvest where we are, my friend. So you hit, at, you hit, you hit 36 yeah. locations. But the person listening now is saying, you hit 36, but you just said you're 10 in the intro video. Yes. So now let's talk about what happens from 36 <laughs> to 10. You see, we grew. Of course, yeah. you grew. <laughs> we grew backwards. <laughs> we grew backwards. So as we, like I said, we grew mm. largely through acquisition. So mm. we acquire one, acquire another. In a year, we'd acquire one or two or three. And so, but we grew beyond the skill capability that we had. We grew beyond the systems we had. Mm. So as we grew, we grew into areas that were not yet uh, ripe for for location to break even. So we were way ahead of our game, if I would say. Mm. So we were recording negative profit. Oops. So when you have... <laughs> Those, that sounds like an oxymoron, negative and profit. Yes. 
So when we had negative profit, at some point, uh, we thought we would uh, somehow it would correct itself. Wow! But it didn't. Mm. It didn't. So when it didn't, we had challenges, real challenges, because when we grew and grew and grew, so our expenses were more than uh, the profit that could support the expenses. So at some point, we had to really come in and uh, do some radical uh, surgery. Surgery. Yeah. So you know the person listening to you when you talk about you know some negative profits and uh, expenses were more than income. It sounds like all you know there was no 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 star whatsoever. Like there was just you know let's cut back on this. We want to what was going on. Like I I, I had a little bit of some drama, you know earlier on, and I'm like, wow, how does someone recover? So you grew to 36 locations, yep. and when you say you grew beyond your capacity, just yeah. paint the picture for us of what was happening at Vine Pharmaceuticals at the point of you've expanded. Yeah. On the outside, for me as a customer, yeah. you know, I'm one, of, I'm one of the people who believes in Vine Pharmaceuticals. I didn't even know you. you. I didn't even know that it was a Ugandan. I just knew it's a Christian. They are exceptional. Their service is really good. And so you went in, you had this exceptional service. And then we started realizing they are all over the place, which means this must be doing really well. And so when you, you're talking about, you hit 36 yeah. locations, what was happening at that time? What, what, when you talk about growing beyond your capacity, paint the picture of, for, for the, the person watching, what actually happened in the business? You see, when you begin a business, mm. your strengths are, are an advantage. So you grow one, two, three, and then your strengths actually become your weaknesses mm -hmm. because you constrain the, the business from growing beyond you. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, uh, we needed to have a different kind of system, a different kind of um, processes to manage and how much power to delegate to the person that you work with. So then we, I remember we opened as way back as uh, far as Mbarara. Wow. So when you open in Barara, you wonder how much autonomy should you give that person? Mm -hmm. How much should they be able to do without consulting you? Mm -hmm. And so we centralized everything, and so we were very slow at reacting. Um, we were very, we were not competitive at that point. But also, there is some due diligence you need to do in a location before you actually open a location. See which side of the road are you, are you at? Um, how many people buy? Um, is it more busy in the night or in the day? Uh, what are weekends like? Mm. What are public holidays like? And all that we didn't do were more emotional and um, feelings driven. Mm -hmm. So that, but we had good intentions. Of course. Okay. But we learned one thing that intentions alone, <laughs> <laughs> intentions alone do not even um, deliver you from the consequences. In fact, at, at one moment, small story. Mm. Um, I felt, you know, it was time to honor God. So we opened another branch, we called it Ebenezer. <laughs> Even calling it Ebenezer did not help us. Um, you don't say. <laughs> from, from failing. Oh gosh. Yeah. But, but. <laughs> <laughs> is so good. The, the, the fundamentals of the business have to be running well, even if you Christianize Ouch. your mistake. 
<laughs> the fundamentals have to be running correctly. Yeah. So we, 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 we closed those, 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 those shops. Wow, Grace, you just broke some hearts. So if I call my thing God's grace, you, you're saying it, that's not enough. Uh, it won't be. Oh, no. <laughs> it won't be God's grace. <laughs> so you've talked about the fundamentals of business have to be working. We can't spiritualize the fundamentals. What yeah. are those fundamentals? Um, within a few of them, really, mm -hmm. you have to get uh, some things right. For instance, when you're setting up, I was talking more about a retail entity, yes. because that's what I'm, I'm, I'm more familiar with. You have to set up and say, okay, fine. What's going to be our fundamental margin drivers? That means, where are we going to get the margin from? Number two, what are going to be our traffic drivers? Mm -hmm. So that potentially brings in the traffic. But it may not make a lot of money, but it brings in the traffic. Mm -hmm. So how much are we going to charge? Um, how are we going to arrange the whole display um, so that it works well? I'll give you a, a, an example. When you enter a shop, you're most likely going to turn left. So when you enter your supermarket, you're most likely going to turn left. Yes. Because we keep left as you're driving. Wow. So the thing is, as, as if you want people then to notice what you're selling, you're going to display it to that side. Wow. So, if you get it wrong, sorry. <laughs> so, when you do that, people come in, but you also have to, you know, um, tap into the five senses. Mm -hmm. Is there music playing? What does the place smell like? Mm. What does it feel like? What is the vibe that people mm. get? Did you know that when you play music in, in a shop, it reduces chances of shoplifting? Yeah, it does. So, People, when you play music in the shop, people know there are other people. And so, people think people are watching them. Wow. So, the chances of shoplifting actually go down miserably. People, you're getting so many business tips right now. <laughs> eh? Alright, so, Grace, you know the thing is, I'm trying to get you to tell us a certain part of the story. So, yeah. let me re-ask. Okay. So, I want you to take us into the not-so-small crashing mm -hmm. of Vine Pharmaceuticals before yeah. the recovery. Yeah. Let's talk about the, the, the debt burden. Let's talk about those months of what was happening. Because there are some things you told us earlier that for personally, me have never heard of. So I, I just wanted you to take, because someone is watching you and thinking, Okay, so he just cut back from 30 cents. I mean, what, what happened, some of the rock bottom that you hit as a business and as a person on your journey before we even talk about the recovery for someone who's watching who probably thinks, man, me have crashed. You don't understand what it means to crash. So take us through ro the rock bottom that you hit business-wise yeah. and, 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 and yeah, before we even talk about recovering. What, what happened? Okay. It was so bad. Mm. Bad, bad, bad. Baddest. Mm. Mm. We would be two to three months behind on payroll. So would perhaps just give you allowances and then hope and pray that uh, by, <laughs> by end of month or somehow we will, we will sail through. But um, 
it got so bad that um, URA came to visit us. <laughs> when they come, they don't come to say hello. <laughs> <laughs> so a certain year we were audited, actually, within 12 months we were audited twice. <laughs> and our bills came, the initial one was about 240 million. The second one was about 83 million. And all that was payable. Mm. So when we, I, I... That's in one year. Yeah, that's in one year. I was tempted twice to abandon the business and actually go home and chill for six months and <laughs> abandon, go, restart. You can always start. You know, you tell yourself, you know what? I wasn't born with this thing. I can always, <laughs> I can always start. Um, it is not me. I will not die with it. I will bury this thing and pick another thing altogether. And all those thoughts came to my mind mm. because it was really bad. You'd get, you'd, you'd not get hungry the whole day. You can't, you couldn't you'd, get hungry. You drive and you're driving uh, aimlessly. Oh gosh. Um, you'd get acid reflux in your tummy and wonder what you're going to do. But um, I remember people came, of course, when people know you're doing badly, people come for your stuff. Wow. So people poached. It was like a, 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 a party. <laughs> so you would lose revenue, you would lose stuff. Then you would hire, then you would train, then you would hire, then they would go. Then that kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. But um, thank God we are here. So we, we, we had to... Ebenezer <laughs> <laughs> worked. At least it delivered something. <laughs> so we, we had to think to ourselves and say, what do we do? And we, we went through a number of books and trainings and, call, and called a few mentors around who helped us re evolve our business model and say, mm. look, uh, why don't we talk to a couple of people to run this business like it's their own? Because in our, in our design now, what we think is this, why don't we work with you? We want you to own your business one day. So mm. why don't we work with you as if you're the, the real owner? Make all the decisions hire, fire, um, purchase, and then actually please the customer so well, so the customer buys and comes back again and again. Mm. So it was a very hard one and difficult one, but I told myself, look, this thing is going to die anyway. <laughs> right? <laughs> so before it dies, mm. why don't I try just this one more thing? But it was that bad. Mm. Very bad, yeah. It, it was that bad because it's so... You, I, just to sort of paint a bit... I, 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 for me, I had some things. So let me tell you. Because Grace is being very... Um, more, I don't know. It's not even modesty. Because... Uh, so you are a comes yes. twice in one year. Yes. NSSF, NSSF also, also came yes. to say hello. Yes. <laughs> Business people, then, are, you, are you seeing the high blood pressure? <laughs> then... Um, <laughs> One of the banks I will not mention. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't mention, but tell us what happened. This one is the one which I want you to listen, because me, I'd never heard it before. One of the banks we worked with for yeah. a long time, and we had been their darling, really, uh, when, we were, when we had the wind behind our backs, asked us to go away. The bank fired him. Have you so, ever heard of a bank firing a client? So the bank told us, <laughs> go, go. And they gave us about uh, six months to go. And the six months came, and we looked for where to go, and we didn't have anywhere to go. 
But it was quite um, depressing when the bank tells you, go, go. Wow. And be because they see you as a very high risk uh, client. And so they don't want to put any more investment in you and they tell you, go. And there's nothing you can do. <laughs> there's completely nothing you can do. But you know, uh, thank God they fired us. <laughs> <laughs> you learn. <laughs> you learn. So you've, you talk about, of course, naturally, if some, anyone listening right now and imagining what was going on, yeah. you're wondering, why did you not give up? Like, why couldn't you just shut this thing down, sell it, and just quit? What made you stick through before even you talk about the recovery, the fact that you stayed before? Because to recover, you needed to stay. Why did you stay? in this business? We work with some very wonderful people. Mm -hmm. um, they are really, really, really good. They are really, really good. And so the, the thought of telling everyone, you know what, this thing, Chiganye, let's just go back home, was very, 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 very tight. Mm. This is what we believe. We believe that the person we work with looks after seven people. Minimum. So if we work with 100 people, those are 700 people. Wow. So we are going to have a knock-on effect. We are firing 100 people, but 700 people are getting affected. Their children, their husbands, their families, their dependents. So it's beyond you. So what do you do in that case? Mm -hmm. you, you, you try one more chance, one yes. more time. Mm. You pray. In fact, um, this week I was reminded a time when I asked everyone to fast. Wow. Because we said, you know what, you know, before we go down, let us, <laughs> let, let, let us pull one more lever mm. or fast. And mm. indeed we fasted, we mm. prayed and fasted. Mm. And people prayed, people fasted. Wow. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. Wow. Yeah, that, guys, it's, it's not, this is not one of those stories that is ordinary. I think we have to agree that it's extraordinary to be able to say. So let's talk about the recovery process. The first thing you say is that you reached out to some mentors. Yeah. Take us through some of the things that happened for you that you say, this helped us to start our recovery process as a business. Because maybe there's someone going through a storm right now and thinking, how do you even start the recovery? What do I do? Like, what's step one? In no particular order, what are some of the steps I can take to start recovering what I thought is not possible to recover? Um, I've come to believe that business is a calling. Wow. It's a calling. If you, just like you're called to be a pastor, a prophet, apostle, um, wow. the other one uh, after the five is business. <laughs> 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 Mr. <laughs> we believe. Because if you're not called, please do not come to business. It has to go beyond simply making a buck, making money. And you have to love it so, so that when you walk out of the house, you really feel you're going to do something uh, great. There's a book, um, Anointed for Business, yes. by someone Ed. called Ed Silvoso, that really helped me put in perspective what uh, we are called to do. Yeah. So. Uh, what was your question again? <laughs> <laughs> the recovery process. What are some of the things, because now you started talking about books, what are yeah. some of the things a person watching who is going through a mini storm can say, some of the things that helps you to recover? Um, the first step is um, 
all progress begins with telling the truth. Wow. So be truthful. Mm. How much are you in debt? <laughs> yeah. Okay. How much are the, how much, how behind are you on payroll? How behind are you on taxes? How, how behind are you on all these other bills? Mm. Just be truthful. Mm. Okay. At least unto thyself be true. <laughs> Before you even go to anyone else, just be truthful to yourself. So work out how bad the situation is. Then this is what I would think. Um, work out a program of coming out, but also have a team around you that can, you can talk to, that you can train, that you can uh, bounce off ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of doing this, I'm doing this. And what I found, um, several mentorship, several masterminds have really helped me reorganize mm-hmm. um, and really think. But also, the business cannot, is really just a reflection of who you are. Ooh. So first get your personal life right in order, then that will reflect on the business. And be realistic. A few, you, we had a few ops moments even then. Mm. You know, uh, people, definitely when you fail to pay the suppliers, people sue you. People sue you. I actually have a stack of uh, memorabilia. I have, I have kept um, a stack of people suing me. <laughs> <laughs> and you've kept them for memory. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all the correspondences they send me, I have them uh, kept. And so you'll go to court, you'll have a, a payment plan. And so the other thing is, work really hard. Yeah. Really work hard. Really work hard. But slowly by slowly, you'll begin to see progress. Mm. And people will begin to have faith in you again. again. Of course, some people will not have faith in you. Some people will blacklist you, some people will call your names, some people will celebrate your, 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 your misery. People pro- predicted our demise, people predicted our um, failure, our closure. Yeah, you'll hear all that, and it will be almost true. But what do you do? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Drive a tinted car? <laughs> <laughs> tinted, you can still see so yourself. You hide your head. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's lots of wisdom on. So now let's talk about we are at 10 franchises and and, and growing. And and I think you sort of touched on how the model now changed to giving more power to the franchise person to have more autonomy to make decisions, to have sort of a stake in the ownership of the, the... So if you could tell us a little bit about that and the future you see for Vine Pharmaceuticals. Okay. Yeah. This is what is really at the heart of what we do. Mm. You see, when, when, when we recruit someone, we think they have a dream. Yes. They may have studied what they didn't want, but they have a dream. That dream hasn't died. Mm. And so we think entrepreneurship is one of the ways that will bring that dream alive. Mm. So we say, okay, look, let's work with you. Let's teach you the fundamentals of the business. What is a P&L? What's a balance sheet? What's a cash flow statement? And so we'll use a few of these frameworks to really dive deep and train the person, train a donor um, nurse to really understand what's the cost of goods, what, is, what are expenses, which expenses, what ratios do you have that can highlight what everything is green or red or uh, orange. So this is what we do. 
will work with one of our staff and then they become a franchisee. They are purely completely in charge of that given uh, outlet. So they manage their purchases, they manage the, all the payments with the landlord, with, um, the, with the payroll. What we do as the center is to take over what is advantageous for all of us to, like the training bit. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, did they tell you? We train. <laughs> There's no one that trains like we do. Someone actually has said on, online, says yeah. Vine Pharmaceuticals has the most trained staff in the retail pharmacy business in Uganda. Well done, Mr. Grace Munira. Thank you. So before you could even say it, people <laughs> testify that it is true. Yeah. Yes. So we'll train you about anything and everything. Mm. Now, the other thing that we believe is who you are at home is who you are at work. Oh. So we work to make sure that you're happy at home. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, the, our last two trainings have been on communication in marriage. Wow. So that you actually have a very good marriage at home. You leave home when you're happy. You come to work when you're happy. Wow. So, back to franchising. <laughs> <laughs> so what we do is we work with you slowly by slowly to change your mindset. Because we believe that when, 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 when the, the Bible talks about it in Genesis 1, 26, 28, mm -hmm. that go, um, multiply yourself. Mm -hmm. I do not think it's literally about um, having many children. No. No. Mm. I think it's a way of thinking. Mm. So we say, how do you multiply your way of thinking so that people think like you do and mm. act like you do? Mind you, the dream was already there. Yes. So what you're doing is just peeling and making it alive. Yes. So we work with you to make sure you, you understand the fundamentals of it. Like I said before, we failed because we didn't understand the fundamentals of the business. Mm. So now you understand the fundamentals of the business, then make sure that every branch is profitable. Mm. We're not repeating our old, <laughs> our old mistakes. <laughs> yes. So right now, we, like I said, we grew to 10 and all the 10 are profitable. Wow, come on, yeah. did you guys hear that? So, That's, yeah. The payroll story, we are on time. Wow. Uh, latest, fifth or sixth, all, 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 and all bills are paid. We don't take credit from anyone. Wow. So all our transactions are now cash transactions. Wow. We run a cash budget. Yes. So the, the, the essential thing is everyone in the pharmacy to understand how healthy or how unhealthy the business is, mm. and then we respond accordingly. Wow. Yeah. So you really have learned from the mistakes that were made. Yes, painfully yes, so. Painfully so. Yeah. And that's why we bring the stories here, so that you don't have to make the same mistake to learn. To say that someone has been through a journey that you don't have to also take, um, and that you can learn from their wisdom. That's why people are coming here and being vulnerable and saying, this is my story. This is a Ugandan kingdom businessman in this country, in this economy, who has had a crash and a recovery. And I think that you have to give credit that you are at 10 profitable franchises. I think that that is absolutely fantastic and it's worth celebrating. Thank you. It's really worth celebrating. Um, there's a question here. I think yeah. maybe Mr. Kawesa will bring it up. People are asking, why did Vine, why did the original one fail? You know, originally, where did, I think you've had the answers as, as we've not, not knowing the fundamentals, ETC. But my, there's only one part which you haven't answered, which is what does the future look like in your heart as the, as the, as the vision bearer for Vine Pharmaceuticals? What do you see um, in the future? What we want to do is this. Mm. We want to be an example. 
we want to inspire others. Mm. We want people to learn that it's possible. Yes. If it happened to us, then you have really a lot of hope. Um, so we want to teach, we want to train, we want to equip uh, people within our staff and those without, so that they too have a chance at this and they too can grow beyond what they really hoped they would grow to. Yes. Right now we, work, we have 10, but we want to work, so we are thinking that we are impacting, so work with uh, 35 people, so 35 times 7, that's about um, 200 people we're mm -hmm. impacting. Mm -hmm. So ours, we want to say we will impact uh, 10,000 people. Wow. Yeah. So we want to be closely related to 10,000 people. Wow. That dream is clear, yeah. and we are moving towards it progressively. What an incredible, there are lots of questions here. You know time, that's what makes us not have too much, but I'm sure that you've got so much out of today's interview. And now I'd like to hand it over to the leader of Business Garage here at Worship Harvest, Mr. Chris Kawesa. Thank you so much, Pastor B3. Uh, it's such a lovely, interesting interview. Grace. Yes, sir. You know, uh, the first time I met Grace, looks like, look, you see a small man. But when you hear the things he's done, I'm like, ah, it's fine pharmacy. I know fine pharmacy. I'm your client. Then you get excited. Until you hear the story behind it. Yeah? So thank you for sharing your story. And we, we want to hear these stories because sometimes you don't, you don't know the story behind what you see, yes. which is the most important thing. Mm. Uh, and you mentioned to us earlier your love for struggling business. I'm going to ask you yeah. a question earlier. I mean later. But in all through your story, I've learned a lot and I've seen so many things. First of all, uh, you said Jesus was a businessman. Yes. Yeah? <laughs> and uh, he loves business. God loves business, by the way. That, yes. that one, if you doubt then switch off your TV or your thing and go to sleep because <laughs> God loves us. God loves wealth. He loves yes. prosperity. Yes. And the only way to do it is through business. Mm. Yeah? Otherwise, you're going to be receiving handouts. So God, and even the handouts are given to someone who is making the money. Yep. So God loves business. He wants us to do business. Mm -hmm. It is not a story anymore. We now believe it. Mm. Yeah? And we came, came to learn that Jesus, I mean, God used business people. Mm. Abraham, the, the disciples, they're mm. all business people, mm. if you go and get the detail. Oh, yeah. So, uh, the other thing I've learned is that uh, Christianity, uh, intentions don't deliver you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> intentions don't deliver you. We call our business the kingdom businesses. It doesn't matter how much we pray. We can pray and get wisdom, but there are things we need to do that are practical, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, that will help us catapult our businesses. And this is very evident because we call ourselves Christian nations, 80% uh, Christians at the same time, 80% corruption. Mm -mm. Yeah? So your intentions do not deliver. It doesn't matter how much you Christianize, Christianize your business, you need to do some things practically to catapult you. Uh, Mr. Kamara mentioned something very interesting, that sometimes in order to multiply, you subtract. Yeah. In order to multiply, you subtract. You take mm. a step backwards and analyze the mistakes, and then you can go back strongly with a better foundation. Then you mentioned about the people you hung with, mentors, the business community, the people you went to. Yeah. And I feel like as business people, that's one of the things we always talk about. Get a group of people who you go to, sit down with them, they pat your back, they give you uh, solutions that sometimes are difficult. Yeah? But that's very important for business because it can get lonely. Then the pains you, may, the pains you went through. Uh, I think one of the things 
and I'm going to ask you now, one of the things that business people struggle with are those pains. When the taxman comes to you, NSSF comes, <laughs> the bank has fired you, what do you do? <laughs> and you get tempted to throw away the, the thing. Bury it and move on, save your life. And I, here is my question now, because I know that your heart is for struggling business. You've mentioned this to me like four or five times. Yeah. Your heart is for struggling business because you are a story. You went through the struggle, you came out, and it's not the end, maybe others will come, but then there's, this, there's something you've gone through that you want to share with someone there. Yep. Especially people, young businesses, because some of us have small businesses, but we have to grow, we want to grow. And then we're going to come into a place where it's a big issue. We find a big issue, you find the tax man, I mean, I know people have stolen your money. So what is that thing that you want to tell us that can help us, strengthen us in our, in our challenges, but also catapult us to get out of them and get to, uh, back on our feet and run our businesses. What's that one or two things that you can share with us? Um, the, 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 the fundamental belief that I have is work with people. Because people are a great multiplier. There's a, there's a limit. You, if one have 100 million, even 1 billion, there's a limit to which you can multiply that money. But through people, then you're able to exponentially multiply that money. The potential people have is much bigger than the, the, the real hard money you have. People will understand when you actually explain to them. Be open with them, be honest with them, and then they'll be able to understand. Yeah, that would be my point. So people are your greatest multiplier. Yeah, yeah? they will be. And, they will and, be. and that leads me to my question, which I almost forgot to ask you. <laughs> The business model you're running, franchises, yeah. Yeah. and earlier you said businesses can solve lots of problems. Yeah. And I know right now our word as a church, if you're a business person in worship harvest, you need to think about multiplying. And I was sharing earlier with Pastor B3 that I think your God sent to us because this thing of multiplying and growing into regions, we're doing it as a church very well. We've seen our pains, but also as businesses, we've not really caught it. And I'm seeing that this is why we are here, mm. to be able to multiply our businesses mm. to greater, to bigger spaces, yeah. to employ more people, increase our revenue, give more, build the church and things like that. Yeah. What do you say into that? What do you see, well, the franchising model you're running now? Because it seemed complicated to some of us in the beginning, but you come and simply, you came to us and talked, even taught, taught us in School of Practical Business, you simplified it. How can we use that to move our businesses to the next level, to employ more people, uh, to take our services to greater, uh, to bigger places, and everything that comes with it. Simple. Franchising is really not new. It's, it's, it's already operational. What we need to do is to open our eyes to see it in operation. So what you're doing, you're, you're leveraging an asset that someone earns, has um, for a, a greater good. So when you get an Uber, you're really the owner of that Uber taxi for maybe the next 40 minutes. You say, turn here, he turns. Stop, he stops. And so, but to give value to the client. So the thing is this, franchising is a very possible model. It, there's a win-win-win. The win for the client, the win for you as a franchisor, and the, the win for the franchisee. It's not a new thing, it's only that we need to be aware of how we already working with it within, the, within our daily lives. Like I've given you an example, an Uber is really a franchise model. 
because you're using someone's platform, you're using someone's asset, you're just putting all together. But for that moment, you're literally the owner. You can say to sit behind, you, the guy can even come and open for you. You're literally the owner of the car until, <laughs> until you reach your destination. That's it. So, so Grace, first of all, thank you so much. We are going to invite you, uh, especially in the School of Practical Business. For those of you who don't know, at Worship Harvest, we have uh, what we call Harvest Institute. And Harvest Institute has three running programs, School of Leadership, School of Practical Business, and School of Ministry. And after the first year of School of Leadership, we encourage you to join School of Ministry or School of Practical Business, where if your calling is business, you come and learn. So we have that, and we're at going through very interesting uh, learnings from people like Grace, practical business people. So we encourage you to join it next year. First go to School of Leadership and then School of Practical Business, where we'll learn a lot more than what you hear here. So Grace, thank you so much for allowing, uh, uh, your, allowing us to host you this morning and we look forward to a lot more of this. Thank you very much. Wow. Please help thank this amazing man for sharing his journey and his story with us. Thank you so much for joining us, our friends online and in studio. Now listen, God, Jesus Christ, he is the beginning of every story. He is the one who calls us to everything we do. Maybe you've gone through a season in your life that has left you wondering if there is hope. And I hope that as you've listened to this story and seen how God can draw you out, of a difficult situation and give your story to be a story of hope that you are inspired to say yes to Jesus Christ because today we want to give you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus, the source of all wisdom, all knowledge, all comfort and even a calling in life and meaning in life. And I'd like to give you that opportunity right now. It's so simple. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord just like that, you come into the family of God. So why don't you pray this simple prayer after me? Just say, Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me. I confess with my mouth that I believe with my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Take my life and do something significant with it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.